Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I am reading some excerpts from uh, a book by Watchman Nee called The Messenger of the Cross. May have done it before, probably will do it again. But I'm revisiting it because one of the assignment goals of Nancy McCrady Ministries is to reproduce as many messengers of the cross. And to do that, of course, I can only do that which depends on me. And then others have to decide that they want to join in and do the same and to be a messenger. So I'm just simply reading some excerpts with comments here and there. And uh, so I encourage you to take hold of this because as we read Galatians, as in all of the episodes here on Tent Talk, We want to be those who go with him ourselves, that we enter in for ourselves, as Jesus said in Luke 11.52 in the Amplified Classic, and then we want to be a big open door for others to get to him. So here we go, my friends. Thanks for being on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, Tent Talk. All right, here we are together again, and we are going to go back into chapter one of Messenger of the Cross. Now, in our previous episodes, La Naturelle, we talked of and read from the sections on um, natural talent, um, the natural emotion, and today it's the section in my book, it's on page 33. And it's on the mind. Now, you know that I've been doing uh, several conversations over at uh, our Facebook group, The Producer's Way, uh, on the mind of Christ. So I'm not going to make a lot of comment here. You can go there and watch those uh, videos and be able to hear much more on how the mind of Christ Uh, which is our real, true mind in the spirit as to how um, it functions and enables us to be able to spiritually receive the freshness of the mind of God, his thoughts, um, to see things from his point of view. So there is much that is there. But here, for our purposes on Tent Talk, I'm going to simply read this section of the book. So, page 33, chapter 1, uh, The Messenger of the Cross by Watchman Nee. This is the section on the mind. Our work for the Lord is frequently affected or even governed by our mind. Sometimes, not knowing how to seek the will of God, we will take the thought of our mind as his will, and thus we are led astray. To decide one's walk by obeying the mind is very dangerous. If in preparing to speak, we rack our brain to develop many points and outline divisions, many responses, principles, and parables, such speech ends up being very dead. Though it may stir up some interest in the audience, it does not impart life to people. There is another function of the mind, which I believe many servants of God have wrongly used, and that is the memory. 
how often we use our power of memory in preaching. We memorize what we have previously heard and later on preach what we have by this means stored up in our mind. Sometimes we tell people the Bible teaching we have memorized. At other times we preach to people with our notes. All these are the work of the mind. Yet I do not wish to imply here that we ourselves have absolutely no experience of what we preach. Perhaps what we have known and memorized are indeed the lessons which God has taught us in the past, and hence we have actually experienced them. Nevertheless, we deliver them out of memory or note-taking alone. If we do that, they inescapably belong to the work of the mind. Why do I say this? It is because a little while after we have had some experience and a certain truth, and though originally it did become our life, only the knowledge of this truth has been stored away in our brain. And if we subsequently use the power of memory to recall and to preach the truth which we had formerly experienced, our work remains in the realm of our mind. Now, since mind and memory belong to the soul, our dependence on them means that we rely on the power of the soul life. We are still under the control of the natural life. The above three characteristics are the more prominent of our solical works. Such solical works are not sins, nor are they totally ineffective in saving people, yet the fruits they produce are very limited. We ought to overcome these kinds of solical works by depending on the cross. The Lord Jesus has taught us that our solical, natural life should, like a kernel of wheat, fall into the ground and die. Speaking according to our experience, we quite naturally think highly of our talent, delight in our feeling, and trust in our thought. But our Lord tells us we must hate this soul life. Otherwise, in loving it, we will lose the power of that supernatural spirit life God has imparted to us. The death of the cross should work deeply in this area of our nature. Natures. We should be willing to deliver to the cross the soul life which we love, being willing to die with Christ in this respect to rid ourselves of the dependence on natural talent, feeling, and thought, so that we may hate this kind of work from the depth of our heart. As we are serving the Lord, we must reckon talent, feeling, and thought as nothing. We hate this kind of power of the natural life and are ready to deliver it to the death of the cross. If on the negative side we always maintain the attitude of uncompromisingly hating our solical life, we shall learn experientially how to depend on the power of the spirit life and thus bear fruits to the glory of God. My friends, these are things that Holy Spirit must reveal to us, work deeply in us. Remember, it's not about hating the soul. 
It's hating the natural life that competes with the life of God himself. He must reveal this to us, show it to us. He will even separate you out because you are spirit, separate you out and show it to you the way it operates. Because until he reveals it to you, we just really, really love the soul life, the the natural mind and emotions and feelings and talent. And we just highly exalt these things. We think they're so amazing. And that's why it can pitch us into depressions when we think we don't have them. Oh, I'm not as smart as someone else naturally. Oh, I'm not having feelings of certain things. I want to feel alive in my feelings in the soul. I, I want to, you know, be able to have certain uh, abilities to perform. And, and so when we don't perceive that we have them, um, we feel less than. And you can see how it just whips you around, keeps you on a constant search for that which will build up the natural when that's not That's not God's way. God's plan has always been that you would share in his life and nature in the spirit. Remember two trees in the garden, the tree of life, his life. Christ is life. First John 5 20 says this man is the one true God and life eternal. The tree of life is Christ. We were to eat of him and his life and nature would come into our spirit. We would come alive to God, live in oneness with him. And my friends, this is the only way to bear fruit (laughs) that is of him for his glory. The other tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is where man develops himself according to the soul, the natural So please don't hate yourself, right? Because God made you who you are in Christ. You're commanded actually to love you out of the love of God. But I do pray that by the Spirit of God that you will allow him, ask him to bring you to a place that you will never, never want to live apart from him in the natural but that you would want to live in oneness with him in the spirit. Remember the whole reason that you were born again and became new, receiving new life, was so that you could be 100% compatible with him. And so uh, we don't want to spend our Christian life, do we, seeking the building up of the natural. Doesn't, Doesn't that, I pray, capture your attention? Why would I lust after the natural when I'm born of the Spirit? So please think on these things with him, asking him to speak to you, asking him to take you into the scripture that you might see what Watchman Nee is attempting to teach us and to share with us in his book, The Messenger of the Cross. My friends, now is such a time that we must have those who have received truth 
been dealt with by the truth, have pursued the truth from him and let him work it deeply in us that we could pass on life to others and be truth tellers, not confused about what's of him and what isn't. So there you have it for today. I'm so glad that we are together uh, in this life. And uh, I pray you'll be encouraged today. Until next time. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.